Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Welcome to our podcast. We've got a lot to say about all the latest games you're going to want to play. We'll tell you what's on Xbox, PS3, PC, and more. We'll chat about some random stuff to you rolling on the floor. This is One Up Gaming. Sit back and grab a drink. It's time to give a listen to what we have to think. Hi, Dave's here, One Up Gaming. Gonna have a quick video now. I'm gonna, gonna record this on me iPhone thing so just got me crappy background behind me not gonna do it all through the effort of I'm working tomorrow and Wednesday full days so I'm gonna quickly get this done so I can edit it quick and get it out uh, but yeah so this week is episode 353 of the one of gaming podcast me David as always gonna talk through some of the stuff that we've been doing um, but as always, please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Uh, we're sponsored by Games Inspired Music, which is an album available now to buy, stream, and 20% of each year will go to the Child's Play charity. We also have the Games Inspired... Uh, no, I've just said that, haven't I? We've also got our audiobooks on tape.com, uh, first 100 podcasts. I've not got the cassette with me because, uh, unfortunately, it's, it looks as though the guy who runs the site is a little bit ill. So everyone send our love, send your love, best wishes and all that. Hopefully he feels better soon. Um, next up, uh, what else can I say? If you want to buy t-shirts, if you want to buy any of these sort of hats. Um, this one's the new design, which is like got the embroidered thing there and also I don't know if you can see it but an embroidery embroidered one of gaming logo on the back as well so it's got embroidery all over and that is our hat uh, that's my big cushion behind me if you can see that oh, I've got an itchy eye but I guess um, if you uh, I'll reach if you want to try and win an Evercade cartridge we've got Interplay Collection 2 and all you need to do is go onto our YouTube channel, um, follow us or subscribe to us, might be a better word to say, and leave a comment on any of our videos that just says Evercade. And we'll go through and see if we can give this away to someone. <clears throat> and we've also got a t-shirt. And um, this one's our podcast t-shirt design. Um, anyone that wants it, I think it's a size large I ordered. Uh, anyone wants it, just, again, subscribe to the channel and leave the comment t-shirt and we'll give this away to someone as soon as we can find anyone that wants it. Uh, other than that, let's get straight into the games we've been playing this week. So, first of all... <clears throat> do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly, 
With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit Facebook.com slash Fat Cat Fly because you deserve a better life. Hello, Andy. This is Colin. I won't be able to get in the night. I'm sweating all big. I'm sweating all big. I'm sweating. We have, I guess I'll just say hi, David here, what a game in. Games this week, episode 353 of the One Game Podcast. First game, D-Exit, Eternal Matters. Uh, first of all, last week's show, apologies. I was like, every few seconds, I didn't realise I was doing it at the time. I guess I had much more of a call than I thought I had. But D-Exit, Eternal Matters. Now, this game, I'd never heard of it, never seen it before. Um, started playing it. Uh, it's like a Souls game, you know, like the Dark Souls, Demon Souls, all those sort of Souls sort of game. But it's a very minimalist sort of style looking game. Very much like a like a Minecraft esque sort of art style. It played well. It looked good. It all went really well, and I would recommend. It's a nice little game to have. And I, I liked how the story was going, some of the puzzle elements in it. So I would recommend DX it, it's a good little game. tournament and this one I got sent to review so this is the review the game looks nice it's got a nice art style it's a 2d top-down view game where you get cards to battle and move so you start off in the middle of the screen and imagine frogger you can go up down left right and Opponents appear on the screen either behind you, above you, or to the front of you, either on the three planes, wherever you are. So, as you're playing your cards, you'll get like three moves. So, you might be able to move up, up, forward, and then shoot them, or up, back, back, ram them. And you just do that through the levels. And when you do the final hit on the enemy, it has a slow, proper zoomed in close up explosion. It looks quite smart. But the game itself wasn't very good. I didn't enjoy it. Um, it was very slow, very ponderous, and I just feel that this sort of game has no place on Steam, has no place on anything like that. It's a simple iPhone touch, touch, touch sort of screen game, and it's very basic, and I don't recommend it, and it's not very good. Sorry. <clears throat> Next up, Jack and Daxter, The Precursor Legacy. And this one, 
it's it was like the first game that the Naughty Dog developers sort of did after the Crash games, I believe. So they did Crash Bandicoot 1, 2 and 3, and then they got out of the, the actual deal that they were in with Universal. Universal? I think Universal. And they got out of that and jumped into bed with Sony, and they created the um, Jack and Daxter sort of games with Sony. And... The first one, it's a 3D action platformer, but also with a lot of free roaming open world elements in. And for an old PS2 sort of game, it was quite ahead of its time in a lot of ways. Uh, looks gorgeous, very cartoonified, very bright, colourful and bold. Quite hard at times, but it's a good game, I recommend it. Jack 2, now this one... I might get all these mixed up now, but this one, similar, but you are, is it, you are infected by the dark energy, I think it is, and you can do like proper super moves now, and it's like, is it this one where you can like jump into cars and fly around and stuff, or is that the third one, I can't remember, I played a lot of them quite back to back, uh, this one, it's still a similar art style to the first one and then as you were getting into the third game that's when it got a lot darker, a lot more... Yeah, a lot... He'd been through a lot of the main character. He'd been experimented on, he'd been doing a lot of stuff and that's when the game tone it shifted. It went more adult-orientated. Still a good series, a little bit more janky with the character sort of movements and the driving and the flying and stuff. But Jack and Daxter, as a trilogy, they are brilliant, absolutely brilliant little games. And they also played Jack X. And this one, I enjoyed the story mode quite a bit. Uh, where I believe one of the people gets them all onto an island, then he infects them all with a disease. And they all have to win this race tournament thing. And then they'll get the antidote. But the mechanics and driving and all that was, it felt nice, it looked nice. So I would recommend the Jack Trilogy with the Jack X as well as a kart racer style, futuristic shooter game. It's really good, really nice little games there. And the last game that I played this week is Homestead Arcadi Arcania, Arcana, 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 This is where we establish our homestead. But Starting from a humble tent it's an anime style role playing game where there's a talking cat with witches and wizards and I wasn't impressed graphically, it didn't look very good. Story kept me going for about half an hour or so when I was playing but by the end of the half an hour I was like I'm, I'm ready to turn this off now. I'm not that bothered with where it goes so unfortunately I wouldn't recommend that game either. Um, hopefully, if you're watching the trailer that's up Just on the behind me, then you will see something and you will think, ah, it looks alright. So I will just say that this week we've got the Boostroid Testing the Future, uh, Episode 6, and we've been playing Blood Hunt. And we've also got the conclusion of our Spenny to Premi collection, and this is Episode 40 to Episode 48. So you can watch all that back to back. And that, my friends, is what we've been playing this week. So we'll have a quick break and come straight back with this week's news. Hi, Justin the Voice here. First of all, 
We'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well, we have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going all night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. And it's still me, David, from Warrant Gaming, episode 353 of the Warrant Gaming Podcast. We're going to quickly go through some of the news for this week. Um, nothing's in order, I'm just going to quickly wrap through it. So first of all, Nintendo says Dolphin Emulator on Steam harms development and ultimately stifles innovation. I think that's a load of bollocks. I really do. I think that's stupid. It's games and series that Nintendo have had that they've not made sequels for the kind of 20, 30 years now. Uh, speaking to Kotaku, Nintendo spokesperson said Dolphin Miller uses illegal practices to grant access to the older Nintendo games. Nintendo is committed to pre- protecting the hard work and creativity of video game engineers and developers, the spokesperson said. This emulator illegally circumvents Nintendo's protection measures and runs illegal copies of games. Illegal Using illegal emulators or illegal copies of games harms development and ultimately stifles innovation. Nintendo respects the intellectual property rights of other companies and in turn expects others to do the same. Um, so basically, the Dolphin emulator was going to be on Steam and then Nintendo found out that it used the startup sequence for the GameCube or the Wii or something and they've said that since that's on there you can't use it. Um, The Xbox boss spill. Phil Spencer believes in the practice as a preservation tool. For example saying he hopes that one day anybody should be able to buy any game which I agree with. I think anybody should be able to buy any game they want Um, but it's also where do you draw the line? You know it's that bit of a grey area isn't it? A little bit of grey area and you know where do you guys think? Were you excited for Dolphin to be on Steam or were you not really that bothered? Uh, Me myself I wasn't that bothered. I've never really been a Nintendo fan. I've never played many Nintendo games thoroughly and I mean I've had the GameCube, I've had the Nintendo Wii but for some reason I bought all the third party games and I never really touched much of the Nintendo first party stuff. But anyway, we'll move on to the next bit of news. Sega announces summer showcase from Yakuza developer RGG Studio. So this will take place on June 15th. Uh, revealed in a tweet, um, the showcase from Yakuza developer Ryu Go Ryu Ga 
Gotaku Studio will be available to stream at 8pm. I don't know what's going on. 4am UK time. Bloody hell. They don't like the UK, do they? Sega has yet to reveal how fans can watch along, but as well as was the case last year, it's likely to be tweet, streamed, streamed on its official Twitch channel. The publisher didn't share any information on what fans can expect, although RGG Studio primarily focuses on the Yakuza franchise, which has been rebranded as Like a Dragon in the West, and it's likely they will get an update there. Last year's event saw the full reveal of Like a Dragon 8, which confirmed the return of Kazuma Kairi, Kairu, alongside an early 2024 release window. Not shy about sharing major updates at the RGG Summit, the developer also announced Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, as a spin-off coming in 2023. Details otherwise, sparse, blah, blah, blah. What do you guys think of this? Do you think they're going to have some decent games shown? Or do you think it's just going to have a bit of detail on that one game? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I hope Sega can get back on. Um, I really do miss a good Sega Rally game. I really do miss those classic arcade thought games. But anyway, next up, Madden NFL movie in development with Will Ferrell as Madden and David O. Russell directing. So let's see who David O. Russell is. Uh, reached out to Amazon, which is apparently disputing the mo this movie with MGM for comment. Ferrell is reportedly circling the role of Madden himself as he transitions from sports commentator to runaway video game success story. More specifically, it will recount how Madden helped co-create Electronic Arts Madden NFL series, which has since become the world's most profitable video game franchise. As of 2013, the Madden NFL franchise has grossed over 4 billion in sales per a 2015 report. Madden, who passed away in December 2021, served as a consultant for the series. Ferrell, a four-time enemy, enemy, Emmy winner, best known for his stint on Saturday Night Live, as well as his roles in various comedy films, is hot off the Apple TV projects, Spirited and The Shrink Next Door. He will next appear as a Mattel CEO in Greta Gerwig's Maga Robbie-led Barbie movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of... A Madden NFL sort of story. It sounds weird. It really does sound a little bit weird to me. I thought it was going to be like the life story of Madden, not actually the games sort of specifically. But it looks as though it's going to focus on the games and development of the games and that. It's pretty cool. So, <clears throat> The Last of Us multiplayer reportedly facing setbacks as Naughty Dog announces delay. Uh, as reported by Bloomberg, the quality and long-term viability of the much-anticipated The Last of Us multiplayer game has seemingly come into question. As a result, sources have claimed a small group remain on the project while the company re-evaluates the direction. Bloomberg notes that the game has not been the game has not been cancelled at this time, but many of the developers that were working on the project have been moved to others within the company. Following Bloomberg's request for comment, not a dog release statement you can read below, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Last of Us fans, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Has anything of this game been shown off? Has anyone known much about this? I've heard about it, 
but I've not really seen that much about it. I'm not that bothered. You know, I liked The Last of Us as a single player focused straight down the middle story. Uh, I thought that it worked well as that. I might be wrong, but what do you guys think? Leave comments. So, <clears throat> next up, Jon Snow. No detriment, detriment, oh god, no determination on whether Game of Thrones spin-off will happen. While many fans are excited to hear that Jon Snow would be starring in a Game of Thrones spin-off sequel series, HBO's head of drama has cautioned there is no guarantee the show will ever make it to the finish line. Speaking to Deadline, Ozzy, uh, I have no idea was asked about the show that would see Kit Harrington return to his iconic Game of Thrones role and she said that it's still at very early stages and there's a lot left to be done to bring it to life. We're just working deeply the rights to get in shape for potential green light but at this point no no determination on determin yeah no determination on whether it can go all the way she said. Um I don't know, I've never seen Game of Thrones I've, whenever I see the name Jon Snow, I just think of a, I think either a newsreader or politician, whatever he was in the UK, and I get a bit freaked out when I'm seeing all these stories about J um, Jon Snow, and it's just weird. But I guess, <laughs> I don't know, what do you guys think? Do you want more Game of Thrones? Uh, we'll go to the next bit of story, and that is Lord of the Rings Gollum developer working on another secret Lord of the Rings game codenamed codenamed It's Magic. Uh, the first game wasn't, was it? Uh, the studio behind the long delayed and poorly reviewed Lord of the Rings Gollum that came out yesterday appears to be working on another Lord of the Rings game, one that potentially features the franchise's iconic wizards. According to the Federal Ministry of Eco Economic Affairs and Climate, oh my god, action, of Germany website, as translated by IGN, uh, Deadlick is working on another 3D action adventure game set within the Lord of the Rings universe that will transport the player into a lush world full of mythical creatures and magic. The project codenamed, is codenamed It's Magic, uh, pointed out the received roughly 2 million funding from the German government after beginning Gollum, meaning this funding most likely went to It's Magic. The funding is for a project taking place between June 1st and August 2024. It tells a story of protection of a character hasn't been told before. The player discovers completely new regions and places the world blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. Do you trust the developers to make a game after the first one was an absolute disaster of a train wreck of a shit show? Because I'm thinking, I don't think they actually know what they're doing. I really don't. Um, it's quite funny. Um, I, I still think the game looked crap. It sounded rubbish. But anyway, next up. Alan Wake 2 might get a physical release after all, at least on PC. A physical release of Alan Wake 2 might be possible after all, as THQ Nordic has teased its intent, in, interest in publishing a hard copy of what was a digital-only sequel. THQ Nordic published the first Alan Wake game on PC and released a physical disc. I mean, we did the disc version of Alan Wake for PC back in the day, uh, they said on Twitter, and just because one person or company does not love physical, there is plenty who still do. 
give it some thought we'd love to go to no, we'd love to go at it again full circle and all uh, while this is far from confirmation thq's nordic proposal gives a glimmer of hope for those wanting to get a physical copy of animal alan wake animal wake earlier this week remedy entertainment revealed the sequel would be a digital only release across all platforms in order to maintain costs as a result, the game remains $60 on console and $50 on PC instead of 78 many other publishers are charging. Alan Wake 2 was shown at May 2023's PlayStation Showcase and features a second playable character. It launches in on 27 October 17, 2023. PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S. What do you guys think? Do you want a physical disc or do you not care? I, myself, don't really care. I download all my games onto the hard drive, onto the, you know, the Xbox itself. And the other stuff that I play with my laptop, it's normally streaming games. So, yeah, I'm not really that bothered what happens with that or not. But I guess we'll see what they sort of say. So next up, the European Commission says PlayStation sells four times more consoles than Xbox in Europe. Uh, a speech spotted by Eurogamer from European Commission Executive Vice President Margaret Vestager indicates that Sony's console is currently significantly outperforming Microsoft in the region. Uh, noting that both companies' presence here wasn't high enough to warrant concern. The overall market share for Microsoft and Activision was generally low in Europe. It's only when you look at specific segments like shooter games that you get above 20%. And for consoles, Sony sells about four times what place, more PlayStation than Microsoft sells Xboxes. With this context, we did not think the merger raised a vital issue. A vertical issue? I don't know. It's worth noting that exact merits used for to reach this four to one number are unclear, meaning it could be, it could even factor in every console ever released by Sony and Microsoft. That being said, it more like refers to contemporary numbers, perhaps looking at sales over the last few years, or just of that of this generation. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think about all this Xbox merger stuff? Um, I just think they should have just, it should have just have been okayed and agreed and moved on by now. It's taken a very long time. Um, like I say, we will go to the next bit of news story, and that one <clears throat> is Metal Gear Solid Master Collection includes the original Metal Gear 1, 2, and alongside Solid Trilogy. I don't know what that means. The PlayStation Stars revealed that Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 to include the original Metal Gear 1 and 2 alongside Solid Trilogy is previously announced. As reported by Eurogamer, the previously teased additional games coming to Mask will be the two classic titles released for the RMSX2. So, it's just Metal Gear. Yeah, the old 2D top-down view games, yes. Uh, early this week, as a 3-in-1 package containing Metal Gear Solid 1, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty and Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, the Konami... Uh, Konami? Tease that fans should stay tuned for more information regarding additional content. The PlayStation Store listing has let the cat out of the bag, however, saying that Volume 1 lineup features the original titles at the beginning of the Metal Gear series, including Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. This essentially makes the package a modern console version of 
the Metal Gear HD collection for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Although uh, Konami will likely soon confirm the full extent of its content ahead of its launch this fall. What do you guys think? I mean, I'm not that bad. It was alright. I just didn't like how the characters moved and stuff in the games. Um, but anyway, well, leave comments. Tell me I'm an asshole. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, so we'll go to the next bit of news, and that is Alone in the Dark Reboot arrives this October, and the demo is available now. Um, THQ Nordic has announced that the Alone in the Dark Reboot is launching October 25th for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, and the PC, and that free demo is available now. Users, users on, on these platforms can download a playable prologue of Alone in the Dark to experience what the full game will have to offer without receiving any spoilers from the main story. The standalone demo puts plays in the shoes of 11-year-old Grace Saunders as she runs an errand that quickly goes wrong. The publisher also revealed that Strange Things David Harbour will star as one, as one dual protagonist, Edward Canby, while Killing Eve's Jodie Corner, Comer, will play the other, Emily Hartwood. Players can choose to play through the story as either character, though THQ Nordic promises that each character provide a different take on the same narrative. Explore De Secto, De Secto Manor, no idea, in this reimagination of the Alone in the Dark, a love letter to the 90s cult hero, no, cult horror game, reads the announcement, still set, set in the Gothic American South in the 1920s, Alone in the Dark features a noir setting with classical Lovecraftian horror elements where the familiar meets the surreal. So, <clears throat> do you guys care about Alone in the Dark? I actually really like the Alone in the Dark. Is it Illumination? Or is it just Alone in the Dark? The one that the Eden Studios made with the fire tech and driving and weirdness and bugs everywhere. But I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was quite a good little game. Um... Last bit of news that we've got. After a brief a yard. Uh, last bit of news that we have do, 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 is our <clears throat> bad news, but alone, alone. Homeworld three has been delayed till twenty twenty four. Developer Blackbird Interactive and publisher Gearbox have announced that Homeworld three has been delayed till February twenty twenty four. It was originally planned to launch during the first half of 2023. Our primary goal is to deliver a homeworld experience that lives up to the standards set by its predecessors and is worthy of this series' incredible legacy. Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Yeah, that'll do for that one, won't it? It's just talking about games getting, games getting delayed and all that McGubbins. So, I guess we'll talk about this week's top 40 so this week <clears throat> oh got energy here so david here what gaming the what gaming podcast episode 353 straight into the uk top 40 now so number 40 mario plus rabbit sparks of hope kirby's return to dreamland deluxe minecraft red dead redemption 2 just down to 2023 edition Number 35 is Lego Harry Potter Collection, Forspoken, 13-1 Collection Volume 1, Sonic Frontiers, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition is 30, 
Crash Bandicoot Ensign Trilogy, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp, Resident Evil 4, Number 25 is God of War Ragnarok, <clears throat> Metroid Prime Remastered, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, WWE 2K23, Farming Simulator 23 Nintendo Switch Edition, Number 20 is Pokemon Scarlet, uh, Mario Party Superstars, Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, Pokemon Violet, Number 15, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Nintendo Switch Sports, Lego 2K Drive, Super Mario Odyssey, Number 11, I don't know why I said 11, Minecraft Legends, now it's a top 10, Number 10, Dead Island 2, Number 9, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Number 8, Animal, <coughs> I really can't read, can I? Number 8, Grand Theft Auto 5, Number 7, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Number 6, The Lord of the Rings Gollum. Number 5, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Number 4, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Can't believe that's still in there. Number 3, Hogwarts Legacy. Number 2, FIFA 23. And at number 1, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And that's thanks to Games Press and GFK Entertainment Software Charts or Formats. So thank you all for that. David, one up gaming. And we'll be back. So that is the top 40 charts. So please visit our website, which is wantgaming.co.uk. Uh, we have our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash O-U-G. We have these t-shirts and um, hats, hats, I forgot I was wearing a hat, cushions and other bits and bobs from our web. Our, yeah, just go to our YouTube channel and then it's got store underneath and you go straight onto the Want Gaming store with loads of t-shirts and designs. Uh, you can buy the Games Inspired Music, available now, 20% of each sale will go to the Charles Player Charity. And the audiobooks on tape, first 100 podcasts, not available at the moment, but hopefully the guy will get better soon and that will be back on sale. So, please use the Amazon links on our website, if you go to our website, we need a little bit of money, anything that helps. Uh, Facebook, subscribe to us on Facebook or follow us on Facebook, I don't really know what you do on Facebook. YouTube, subscribe, share, like, comment, all that good stuff. We need all the help we can to try and get our views up. And if you want to watch us live on twitch.tv slash official. If you want to tweet us, it's at official. And if you want to email us any questions, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. And if you're watching this, subscribe to us. If you're listening to us, please um, subscribe, follow um, give five stars, positive feedback, really helps on the iTunes listing and that'll get more followers and more streams and more likes and it goes. So episode 353 of the One Game podcast, me David, One Gaming saying thank you, goodbye. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, 
every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.